I ran a speed test before this, and I, I, in the middle of the day, I don't know what it was. It was like topping out at 20, but it actually got up to 100 megabits per second and then averaged out at 62. So I am very happy with this move. They said it couldn't be done. They said it couldn't be done. Uh, It's still not complete. It's, you know, as I described to you, the Ethernet cable is strung from the house into the office uh, about four feet off of the ground. So it's amazing. Very unsafe. Yeah. But it's functional. Thank you also for uh, helping me with the computer stuff. Past, oh yeah, man! I, I'm bummed days. that it didn't work out. Uh, it's so far, I feel like we're yeah. getting closer to a solution. I know I've left, I've left it in the hands of the capable geniuses at Reddit to try and uh, give me something, some kind of working solution. Yeah, <sighs> but it was like for I, I realized tonight what I was doing wrong. Uh, it was crashing, right? And uh-huh. what I was doing was I, I've never done this on an external boot drive before. So after installing the OS, it goes to that screen where it says closing applications and restarting. But there was no yeah. prompt that it was working. And I always thought it was just stuck. And because it was an external, it, I, I needed to manually restart. So two times that it was at that point, I manually restarted and it wasn't completed. So when it booted up, it, that's why it crashed because um. it never finished. And so when I left it, and let it go. That's when it actually. Uh, I gave it an extra ten or fifteen minutes to do like the six or seven restarts, and it did its thing. And and that's when it worked. Yeah. So I, I really feel aside from that whole Apple admin thing, it's, yeah. I feel closer to it. Right. A solution. <sighs> and it was the very first time I did it. It was really confusing because I was looking at. I opened up System Prefs, went to updates because I wanted to download Monterey, and it showed me, oh, your your computer needs an update here. And it, it then it prompted mm. me that are you trying to download the full OS to install and we also need an update? And it confused me. So that's why I think I was so kind of moving quickly. Explain to me how you ended up there. What? So I went to I clicked a link from one of the, the walkthroughs. It opened up a web page, which the web page was an Apple page, and it tried to force opening system preferences where the updates panel is. It thought, mm-hmm. oh, you don't need this operating system. You need right. an update. Right. And so that confused Correct. me at first. And then I go and download. I, I tried it again. And then it, maybe it realized <laughs> or I did something else. And it, and it said, oh, you're trying to download 12.1. Sure. I downloaded it. And then it was just this cycle of this old machine trying to do all of these things yep. at, at its processing power. So I was spending like three times what I should have sitting here failing at it so i mean really from that update problem that that screwed me up in the beginning i mean the whole thing i could have mitigated it if it if it wasn't for those security patches oh man (laughs) this is jimmy pot I'm so glad you got there because I had you circle back around because I wanted you to describe the web page because I've been on that Apple web page where some people are like, oh, yeah, you just go download the installer from here. I'm like, no, those are not installer files. Those are patches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I know that site that yeah. people try to point you to, and that's not the one you want to go to. Right. Yeah. So uh, you got me to the right one, and I don't know why okay. it opened it up in that in that order. But so, you know, I feel like yeah. we're not we're so close. We are at I can yeah. see the finish line. What what is it about Big Sur or Monterey that you need? Not really anything other than I love the UI. When I moved me too from from Sierra, and I'd have to downgrade 
the uh, software, which isn't a bad thing. I'm only yeah. running Audition on this thing, so it's not bad. In fact, yeah. moving up to Audition 22, 20, I guess it's 20, 20. Yeah, 2022, yeah. Yeah, which is version 23 uh, or version 21. I can't remember. It Right. It. Uh, I think they tried to clear that up this year, but yeah. I'm not sure. Okay. I'll open Audition right now and let's see. Yeah, and that's the only program <laughs> I have on here besides, uh, I guess... As long as Logic Pro works on Catalina, we should be yeah. good, right? So Yeah, I mean, here's the thing is we're doing patches, right? So, you know, everybody strap in. This isn't going to be a riveting episode. Let's, so, let's talk <laughs> nerdy computer stuff. Yeah. So Justin's got a 2015 iMac that we've been having some weird timing issues on. Luckily to the listener, uh, they won't know any better. Um, but uh, because Justin is a master editor, um, <laughs> But oh, uh, but we we think it came we think it's coming down to several things, uh, one of which is the reason I moved to an external recorder. So yeah, build twenty two point one point one point two three is the latest version of okay. Audition. They did clear it up 20, then. Yeah, twenty twenty two. The year matches so, yeah, the verge. Yep, uh, <laughs> the year matches the verge. <laughs> um, so uh, you've though because it's twenty fifteen iMac. You've got a spinning disk boot drive, yeah. and the new modern OSs, which have dropped 32-bit support. Not that you would be running a 32-bit OS uh, right, on that right. iMac, but uh, they are not optim. They are optimized for APFS, and APFS is not optimized for anything but SSD drives. So you've got a spinning disk that's trying to read and write in ways that it was not meant to do. And your performances just goes down the drain. So we're, we're we think that that might be yeah. some of the source of our issues that we've been having. So I recommended you do something that I just sort of do mindlessly all the time. Right. Uh, uh, do an external boot from an SSD, and you're going to have a much better time. Right. And, and this uh, that is, has been a yeah a whirlwind <laughs> to say the least. This is like when you when you tell your father in law, mother in law, oh, just get a get an uh, an Apple TV. And then they call you up and they'll go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to order. Should I get the 4K or should I get the regular? <laughs> and you know right then I've made a huge mistake. And they get it. And they're like, can you come over and set this up? And, you know, like you yeah. I, you, you could set up the thing blind. I could set it up blind. But this is something you've yeah. done so much that I feel <laughs> I feel like I'm the grandpa in this. And, and like I said, there's probably like 17 <laughs> steps I don't even think about that yeah. I'm doing. Right. That, uh, that are part of it. So, uh <laughs> I you know, I really like going to see my grandparents and doing that. I know it's them. you're right because you know, they that love they, they smile and nod and they, they you want to believe that they're getting it. Yeah, and they are just not getting it, and that's okay. It's they can't wrap their minds around what you're talking about. Yeah, and you know what they they love they love little lists. You make a list for them. Well, you're gonna have to boot it up first. This is the username mm-hmm. and password. I'm gonna write it out in plain text here, so anyone seeing it can get in. Then yep. you're gonna go to this application, open up your uh, photos. Yeah. 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 Oh, and man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a whole time, but uh I I do get a self, I do get a satisfaction from like upgrade like I upgraded my mom's computer to what is she on now? She might be on Catalina now. And uh she like doesn't love that the way that they switch the podcast player around and stuff like that, but she does have a time machine backup of her machine now. Uh I did get her recently on my YouTube premium family plan. Yeah. She was like, Oh, my ad blocker isn't blocking the ads anymore. Did YouTube change something? And I couldn't even tell you because I got YouTube premium now. I just don't <laughs> even know if ads are being blocked or not. So here, let me just add you to my family. Cause when you when you buy it, when you're on it, you kind of have like a 
five users you can have yeah or so uh, so I just added her to that and she was over the moon about it. So, um, oh, and then I called her and I know my computer stuff so well from learning it from her. So, you know, in a way I'm paying it back. Um, right. Like I learned DOS when I was like eight years old from my mom. Um, and uh, and so now it's like, you know, I'll go to Costco and be like, oh, mom, they have a, you know, one terabyte SSD for the one that you bought for ninety nine dollars. Yeah. And she's like, just get it for me. I'll, I'll pay you back. And I'm like, OK, great. Um and uh and and so yeah it's fun to sort of pay it back anyway the song uh before we get to the song god damn it justin <laughs> i went to bed early on december 22nd 2020 oh man I'm we so were bummed. texting yes we were texting we were texting about this exact issue that you've been having this week and i was like i don't know man i'm hitting the hay early yeah. and uh and then i woke up late uh. which was great i slept so long and uh and I hadn't done the post. So I was like, oh shit, let me do the post. And uh, sure enough, let me tell you, let me give credit where credit is due here. Um, on last FM <laughs> at 7.26 AM, December 23rd, EJ3DZZE says 12.23.21. Oh man. And uh, you know, th- that, here's the thing is that it is, the picture is of an anime character. I want to say that it's Josh. Yeah. <laughs> I want to believe that it's Josh, in which case I'll give it to him. Um, so, uh, but three thumbs up uh, already on last FM uh, for that 122321 post and S H U I D E Schweed Schwe says, it's the day to listen to this song again. Uh, happy face. And I think Schweed Schwe, I mentioned last week. Let's see. Schweed Schwe. With, when you were running shwee. down all the people who had said it? I thought I had said, yeah, Shui Shui did it in 2011. Shui Shui. I love uh, all the, the different It's the day icons. of the year to be listening to this song again, Smiley Face. <laughs> and then, uh, shwee shwee. Th- when did they do this? L-M-A-O, that I just wrote an almost identical comment 10 years later. So Shui Shui <laughs> uh, must have commented on his, oh, on their own post this year. Funny. So, <laughs> Shui Shui went back and found Shui Shui's old post just this week. So, this is great. This is wholesome. I'm I'm glad if we weren't if we weren't the ones to do it, I'm glad somebody yes, did. Somebody I'm going to say that that was Josh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go with it. Um so the song is Patches from the 1994 self-titled Jimmy Eat World album. It is track two of 11, released January 23rd, 1994, uh, produced by Steve Notwell, recorded by Steve Naughton, recorded at the Phoenix Recording Company, mastered at Minds Eye Digital, written by Jimmy Eat World. The artist is Jimmy Eat World. The singer is Tom, featuring Mitch Porter. However, if you go and check out ASCAP, it's a Richard E. Birch joint. Whoa. Uh, yeah, right? Um, we talked Birch, about man. that drama. <laughs> uh, label is Wooden Blue Records Publishing Though it's copyright Jimmy Egg Rolls But according to ASCAP It's Jeez. Do I Get a Pickle With That Music um, uh, No demo as far as I could find uh, And for sure It was at least played one time live But there's so many cool moments to the song I oh, imagine yeah. they uh, They did it more than once But uh, we Setless FM We have one confirmed con- performance December 23rd 2011 so how cool is oh, that? Oh, wow. Shui Shui's year. 11. Shui Shui. Maybe Shui Shui was there. Yeah. Um, no notable high notes or low notes noted. Uh, listeners, 7,995. Scrabble's 
Uh, and uh, <laughs> I, before today, listened to it four times. Um, how many times did you? Uh, uh, a whole three. <laughs> All right, I beat you. <laughs> yeah, you beat me, finally. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now let's talk about the structure. It's another three, four yeah. time song. We just talked about a three, four time song from Big Cars. Uh, so here we are back with another one, uh, Patches. Um, love the buildup at the outro. I feel like it's one of those things that, you know, it, the way that it builds up, I I don't know. Like, I feel like I probably have written a song that has this type of build in it. Um, I definitely have. <laughs> um, and then I probably was influenced by something later than this which was probably inspired by this. And this was probably inspired by something before that. So I love seeing the influences being passed down in these little like things. Um, the way that the drums kind of like hit, 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 You know what I mean? It's like one of those, one of those builds at the end. So it's really fun. And I think, and when we get to community, we'll talk about it. I think this is one of the earliest, one of the earlier tracks that still sounds like not modern Jimmy Eat World, but what they would become for Static Prevails and a little bit of clarity. Completely, um, I would agree with that. I can I can hear that band in this track. Um, so uh, without any further ado, shall we dig into the lyrics? Yeah, let's go ahead and do this. I like this song. It's a little heavy, from what I I gathered from the lyrics. It's a little heavy for me. Uh, what what I, I believe the uh, subject of this song is. So I'll go, um, I've notated this to being just two verses and then two choruses, and I'll let you know when. And, and you can tell me, I don't know if there was anything in, I don't yeah. think there was any liner notes Like, I this, listened right? to it 10 times tonight. Yeah. Other than I remember it starting off pretty quiet and having that build-up outro, I, oh, and then there's actually something in the pre-chorus that sounds a lot like Dude Ranch era Blink-182, which sort of tracks. Uh -huh. Um there's I couldn't tell you what this song sounds like. Like I'm looking at the lyrics and I was like, oh, let me mark where the verses and choruses are. And I was like, I don't know. Uh, and the way that I, I mean, I could show you how I have mine set up. Um, I yeah. broke the lines at like, let's say, and I think I've found that's one line. And then on the next line, it's a way out. But the way you hear Tom sing it is I think I found a way out. Uh, right, but it just didn't make sense to have it all. Like it, it's a, it, I think it's one of those songs where again he had the notebook and just wrote the the music to the lyrics as opposed to lyrics to the music. I I don't know. It could be the other way around. That's what I'm gathering just because of how this was, uh, how the sentences were structured. Uh, so this is how I broke it down. I broke oh. down each verse into two lines. Uh, so the first half of verse one is, I'm not worried about my life. It's too big. Carpet stains on the ground, and I think I've found. Uh, and then they're going to go into the next line there. Uh, I think he's this, the narrator is saying his life doesn't mean that much to him. It's not important. There is something. And if uh, in that first line where it says it's too big, that it is something bigger than him, or the it could be his life that's become too big for him to handle. But whatever it is, it's something that's grown so large that it's out of his control. And any decision that he would make, um, it, it wouldn't impact it. So if it is, if it is this this ultimate ending, or if it's if it's his life, it, either way, it, it just seems to have gotten out of control, and he can't control it. And the line right after that, carpet stains on the ground. What I I imagine there is somebody just staring at like stained carpet, zoning out, daydreaming, 
looking at, and maybe the stained carpet is, uh, represents, I, I guess, the type of, of household that this person lives in. Maybe the carpet stains is like really unkempt. The parents aren't there a lot. They don't really care to make things clean. Or they're just focusing on carpet stains uh, and just yeah. really getting into it and thinking about life deeply as they're zoned in on this carpet stain. But it's a, I think it's a pretty prominent image in this song. The carpet stains on the ground. I don't think there's. Um, when I went through to song meanings, there were some people talking about uh, that they were blood stains, but I think it's mm. just I think it's just dirt. And I think it's the minutia of life. Yeah. yeah. When you when you're in a in a staring zone, when you're zoning out. Yeah. And you're like half listening to somebody, or somebody's berating you, and you're just sort of staring at something. Yeah. There's <laughs> something else on your mind, or something that's that's stolen your focus, and you're just not in that conversation or in this case yep. in that thought uh so yep. the end of that line that that second half of the verse comes from and i think i found a way out downstairs turn around wake me take me up upside down uh and i think that they found a way out of this rut downstairs could be coming down back into reality from being up in your room right and then you come down to like hey honey can you come down here and, and meet our friends that came over uh, and then turning around, that whole turnaround could be the about face move into positivity, or it could be some kind of downward spiral like I'm upside down. My my mentality, my brain is upside down. Uh, and then the wake me, take me up upside down could be how they feel. Uh, and it's a little sad here. It's like take me up. It could be pick me up or it could be taking me up like ascend into heaven. I'm done with this world. Uh, either way, right. by saying "wake me, take me up, upside down," they're they're admitting that they're all mixed up mentally. Totally. So, yeah, pretty heavy first verse, and then uh, I've noted this as the chorus: "Head down, lay down. No one is ever around when I need them most. Ricochet right now." And, and to me, this sounds a lot like depression. They feel let down and forgotten. The ricochet is the rebound or a bounce, like a maybe even a deflection. And they want it right now or are experiencing that ricochet right now. If the deflection is, if it is a deflection, maybe that's what they need. They need to be able to ricochet these feelings back into the universe because it's really getting them down. That's really sad, though. No one is ever around when I need them the most. That's a pretty heavy line. Yeah. Now, an interesting change for verse two. So very, very similar to verse one. Although verse one is in the present tense. When I listen back, I heard this in the past tense, so I'm not worried about my life. It's too big. Carpet stains on the ground, and I thought I'd found. So instead of, and I think I've found, it's I, and I thought I'd found a way out downstairs, turn around, wake me up, take me up, upside down. Um, and maybe what this is is now, this is after the moment of clarity, and what they thought they needed wasn't actually true. And so we go down into the chorus again, and a very subtle change here. Hands down, lay down. No one is ever around when I need them most. Ricochet, ricochet right now. So they really need that rebound at this point. Uh, if the ricochet is like the them bouncing back, they really need it. Or they could yeah. fall further into this downward spiral and things could go bad for them. So not a very, I mean, and, and also that three-quarter time waltzes for me can can seem and especially with the the way that this song's structured, it's got a little bit of a um, like a morose feel to it. Yeah, uh, a little sad to me. So yeah, the lyrics reflect that. Uh, not a lot to say, but really 
for just a couple verses. I feel like this is for being 1994 Jimmy. This is a really good song, a strong contender for like top three. Yeah. Now, what do you think the name of the song means in relation to the lyrics? Oh, okay. Well, I'll tell you this because we can get into this if you'd like after we we kind of talk about this. Any, anytime I see patches, I think of a clown. Um, okay, and uh-huh. it might be because of. And I looked it up. There is uh, there was a Seattle JP, yeah, uh, JP Patches the Clown. I had a TV show all the way through like the fifties into the eighties. Very very popular clown. I don't know if that's why or if it's Patch Adams, but let's mm. just say in in the context of this song now, having read the lyrics, I think Patches is putting like band-aids um and putting patches uh-huh. on these wounds that and a patch is just a fix and it may be a temporary fix but it's it's sort of a, a fix it's not necessarily um a, a working cure so that's what i think is yeah. patches is um just kind of like working just toward, bug fixes supplemental yep. updates yeah <laughs> yeah what about you um, yeah, I don't know. That's what I was uh, wondering because it, yeah. it, you know, it's one of those songs where the word isn't said in the lyrics of the song. So where else could it be right coming from? And right. Since you're the lyricman. Yeah, lyricman. Uh, yeah, and I think it's just it's like band aids. And if this yeah. song is about depression or or even even stronger, if it if it's about suicide or contemplating it, uh, patches again makes me think of just healing yourself to try and get through another day. Um, yeah. Well, then what a better song to bring us into the new year with, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why we had uh, Chase This Light, right? I, I thought that's that that right. was a very positive. It was. But yeah, you go from that, from 100 down to zero, as far as like, the yeah. momentum goes. <laughs> uh, and the, But, uh, you know, okay, you, you talked about it, and we can listen to it. I, I have set up the flack recording, if you want me to put that in. Um, if you want to listen to it together on YouTube, we can do that yeah, and sure. watch together. I don't care whatever you want. I've got all this set up. Uh, um, any of it works for me. I don't have a link handy. So if you want to play that flack, let's hear it. The best possible let's yeah. let's see. format that we can. All right. So this is Patches. And all I was going to say was this is one of those tracks I would love to hear a re-recording of. Yeah. And uh, I haven't listened to the 2011 recording that I have of it. Um, but I'm interested to hear how the band sounds. All right. Here we go. Patches. That's an accordion in there, man. Oh.
Who's on drums with this? Is this Zach? This is Zach, yeah. Like, this part sounds yeah. way too cool not to have played this more times live. Yeah. good yeah i swear that that's um i don't know if it's an accordion it's one of those things you know there's the um there's that keyboard that you can play that sounds kind of like one yep yep not not, i don't even know if it's a mellow tone but it's that's what i think the sound is it didn't sound like a an electric guitar in there there was definitely electric guitar but underneath that you could hear what i thought was an accordion which makes sense it tracks because you either got zach playing it or tom or his mom (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah uh, oh, but yeah so, great yeah. build there yeah um the yeah the not a lot on this specific track the best i had was something we've talked about before on this record which is the blurb that the band used on the old archived website which is uh this was our first full length on cd only it's more on the pop punk side of things currently out of print we'll let you know if and when this gets repressed but don't hold your breath because it's not our best stuff if you know what i mean um and that is all the track notes i (laughs) (laughs) i did come across a whatculture.com article uh, September 30th, 2016, from Jake Jacob Trowbridge. Every oh. Jimmy Eat World album ranked from worst to best. And oh, okay, cool. everything in the middle. So the, the preface here is, Jimmy Eat World is a band who have always embraced substance over style, which is why their brand of emo, alt-rock, power pop still sounds as good today as it did back when they were just a bunch of upstart trailblazers on the emo core scene. Uh, so they're talking about uh, the release of the new Jew album, which one are they talking about? Oh, they're talking about the forthcoming, uh, let's see, Integrity Blues. Mm. But at the end of this, they say, they they essentially say, but uh, where will the album fit into the band's already stellar discography? That remains to be seen. For now, let's take a jaunty stroll down memory lane and relive Jimmy Eat Worlds. 
Uh, and at number eight, we have Jimmy at World 1994, that uh, album. And they go on to say this. You know what? Since we don't have a lot of content, I'm going to read the whole damn article. Why not? Uh, as an outright album, Jimmy Eat World's No Frills debut isn't great, but it's also a fascinating artifact from an evolutionary standpoint. At the very least, its rough and tumble punk energy shows that they, like all great bands, have mastered the art of metamorphosis. The album is out of print and has been for quite some time, meaning the only way to get your hands on one of these is to head down to your local record shop um, or search for it on YouTube if you're one of those people. Whoa. Yeah. It also means that the band isn't particularly interested in rehashing the growing pains featured on this album. That's true. And while those pains are very, very real, they're also coated with a sincerity that makes the whole experience go down much easier than it probably should. This is a straight-ahead punk album in the vein of social distortion or no effects, but the occasional mellow moments sprinkled throughout, the rambling bass on patches, and the spacey breakdown on usury hint at a part of Jew's genetic code that would be further revealed on each subsequent release. There you go. There are a couple of great songs here, Scientific, the aforementioned Patches, but this self-titled album is only for the completists. <laughs> so mention that track twice. Yeah. In here. Worthy of it. <sighs> um, I, I guess the best I have for a blurb is from YouTube. Uh, oh, you know, I didn't do. And, well, that's weird. Hold on. <laughs> I must not have closed out. You ever, uh, well, maybe you don't make notes in your... Uh, document like i do but if you uh if you make a note yep sure enough there it is if you don't i make comments on lines so I, yep. my document isn't super 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 long so it right. leaves it over on the right side of the document if you don't close that comment out when you open it in another browser that comment isn't there because it hasn't been closed out so uh so i knew that i had made oh. <laughs> a, a list of um comments from the youtube page but both I, I i sort of messed up a little bit in that i did not copy but somebody posted up the entire 1994 record on youtube so right. this is that listing and here's the blurb for that long out of print and rare debut album released in 1994 on wooden blue records it's hard to fathom that this was released 20 years ago but i can definitely hang some good memories on this record as i can with static prevails if you're a fan of their newer stuff, their early sound might come as a bit of a, sh bit of a shock to you. The sound quality sucks, even on the original CD, so turn it up. I scanned in all of the artwork for maximum viewing experience, whatever that's worth. Scroll down for the track list and to get the track list. But also, I went and pulled some comments from all the comments. There were tons of comments on this post, in contrast to the couple patches uploads that exist where it's uploaded as its own track ripped from the CD, uh, comments are turned off. But these are the three uh, comments that I have from that full record being posted. Seven months ago, Ghislaine Maxwell Official Whoa. on YouTube, huh. yeah, man, um, says, not quite as good as Clarity or Static Prevails, but holy shit, does this album deserve 1,000 times more love than it's given currently. Fantastic 90s punk album. And as other commenters have said, you can hear traces of what was to come for them in songs like Patches and Usury. Yeah. And I agree. I think, like I said, this is sort of, has the blueprint of what they would go on to do. And I think that makes sense that they would put it up at, toward the beginning of the track list, right? Right. Oh, uh, yeah. Gr Greg Gotti, three years ago, says, Patches and Reason 346 could have been on Static. Great album. And I remember, even all the way back to episode three of this podcast, we talked about, man, Reason 346 pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> um, it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Jack Mentone, one year ago, says, man, how I wish there were bass tabs for Patches. And I... uh 
I I like when I can find a pat a tab to sort of point me in the right direction. Sure. But it takes me like a whole five more minutes just to listen and play along. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um. Now Mitch Porter is not Ricky Birch, so if you're used to the way that Ricky Birch uh, plays, then uh, maybe you just don't. Well, but I mean, like you play through the song like ten times and you kind of got it. Um. So hopefully Jack Mentone has figured out how to play patches on bass. Um, and I, I do like Mitch's bass tone on this track. Oh, it's yeah. Very 90s. Pop. Like when they say this sounds more pop punk than I specifically was like, yeah, I hear it on this song for sure. Um, so since we're in the community section, unless you had more track notes. Uh, no, that was it. <laughs> yep. Uh, this is not in Jake T. O'Donnell's list. Didn't think and so. That's all I have for community. <laughs> I uh, I do have it mentioned on Reddit oh. here. Uh, favorite track off of self-titled 1994 album a year ago from Atera MPIW. I uh, think mine would either be Chachi, Patches or Reason 346, especially mm-hmm. second half, which is sort of a peek into what their sound would evolve into. I love that everyone reflects that same... Yeah, that's that has that same sentiment there that they can see. I mean, what's some? Uh, how much m- more interesting things could you possibly say about it than? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can kind of see where they would go from there. Uh <laughs> And you know what? So aside from a Terra MPIW mentioning it up at the top, everyone else like uh, Otro MRB Reason Three Forty Six Emmy Twenty Eighteen Usury and Chachi Tech Noir Light Chachi uh, Sixty Three mm. Cars. Oh, race car. I don't know which one is whatever the last track is. That's what they say. <laughs> uh, the Justin set disowned for a short while. Isn't it still disowned? That must be another one they changed. Uh, disowned, right? That's is that. That's not on there. Is uh, it? Let's no. see. I don't think so. I don't even know what disowned no. is. Uh, yeah, Justin. Is that set. grounded? May, no, because that was house arrest. Right. I don't know. Maybe there is another one that we'll find. Is, is there a, a track is a, we don't know? Disown. Everyone would like to forget yeah. about Reason 346. But you say it. Isn't it still disowned? The band has all but disowned it. And this is, uh, I believe we probably talked about this article. This is an AV Club oh. article. Jimmy World, like everyone to forget about I, Reason 346. It's not the track. They're, he's talking about the album. Okay. Got How it. Zach would say, yeah, that's not part of our discography. Got um, it. That's what it is. I should have read Paul V. Allen's. Hey, they at least acknowledge its existence now. <laughs> yeah uh that that is all i have for <laughs> la community uh yep i mean what else could we have yeah. uh well let's jump into stevie whitting posted this video clip that i'll play Sick. in uh watch together of the band supposedly playing patches uh 12 23 2011 at the crescent ballroom for the wooden blue records yeah uh anniversary show so let's take a look and see I mean, if they're going to break out that song, this is the show to do it at. So let's take a listen. Hopefully it sounds good. Yeah. 
love that harmony, man. Uh, that was rad yes positively rad um i know you couldn't hear me because the the levels were so high and even if i turned it down i'd rather i would rather have rocked to that like we did uh instead of uh, you know if we were there at the venue i would have looked over and said something and you would have said what (laughs) yeah what um so here is something though i because i've already discovered it um i want to hear you discover it uh live on pod Uh uh-huh Justin, why don't you open up the uh, comments <laughs> for this? this? There's two people we okay. know. We know both of these people. Okay, let's see. I'm going to open up um, the comments. Uh, I'm yep. going to pause this. So we... <laughs> All right. We've got our good old buddy. <laughs> oh, boy. Car uh, Simplify. Car Simplify. Wow, that's a classic. I'm going to upvote and that. who we got as comment number two <gasps> 10 months ago? Whoa, Shannon Byrne. Uh, Tom needs to Shannon see more, Byrne. period. Shannon Byrne, who we know uh, from our really bad review on iTunes. So, uh, <laughs> Shiny Byrne. It's an interesting. <laughs> she has no content on her uh, on her channel, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to see if she had some Jimmy World songs. Yeah. I mean, maybe we won her over. I thought it was a guy, but we, maybe we won him over <laughs> after he gave well, us. Well, a- I mean. Uh, maybe maybe Shanny has uh ha- maybe this is Shanny's husband wife yeah um, dang she's a but, she's a looker uh yeah for sure um so uh either way she did say that she would come back and you know review the show again if we improved and I don't know here we are 116 episodes <laughs> later and like maybe we've done a little bit better and maybe now remind her 116 episodes later that we're bringing her up again that we didn't forget about her and maybe she'd be excited to listen to this episode and maybe made it through the shit we talked about a bunch of IMAX shit at the top god damn it Justin <laughs> you know what we do have 30 uh, do you know she's gonna say 116 episodes later and it's no better it is no different uh, stay we, on topic we have 30 ratings now which Wait, we do yeah That's we great. do um, I I didn't take a picture of the breakdown. Uh, we may or may not have another one star. I don't know if Shani came back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know. But we're still four, seven out of five, man. All right, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take um, that too. I still love that so, we have th- three wonderful uh, reviews up front. The pod <laughs> I didn't realize I needed. <laughs> yeah. I And I appreciate every one of those. Yes. Um, and if you too 
yeah. want to. Uh, you don't want to call 484-JE-POD. I understand. Go rate the podcast. Yeah. And, uh, and let's, uh, if we're at 30 reviews. Oh, yeah. We definitely have more one-star reviews than we have two, three, or four-star reviews. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it doesn't break it down, though. And I'll take 4.7 out of 5. But it doesn't tell me, other than... Uh, yeah, unless they left a review, I can't yeah. see how many one-star reviews. Like, I'm mousing over it, and I don't see it. There's probably some... Uh, the podcast platform is so weird. Yeah. I'll bet there is a player that we could go into and find the uh, one-star review. Oh, and while we're here, let's do some housekeeping on the back end. You can now rate the show on Spotify. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, and uh, I think, like, seven out of ten people have the feature. So yeah, <laughs> I'm not even a subscriber and I had the feature. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, you know, rate the show on your favorite podcast player, be it Apple podcasts or uh, Spotify podcasts. Uh, I have a cover. Aha. Uh-huh. And it's a great cover. Great. So this is our friend. Uh, the show is full of friends. This uh, yeah. Episode. Uh, this is our friend, Adam Thomas, Thomas Adam Heap. <laughs> A heap of games uh, playing patches. Cover. Yeah, and this uh, is so in this in this broken down um, delivery here. You can really hear that. I mean, the the chords are simple, but the way that Tom and uh, and Jim assembled them together, you you hear it, it brings the acoustic up. And also, this guy's I, I love this. I, I tell this every time we listen to Adam Thomas, Adam Thomas a heap. Uh, I would love to pay him to to be the bard at my bar, mm-hmm. right? Which is going to be the space. But have I ever told you about my bar idea? No, I, I don't is know. K cool the bar? No, <laughs> I don't know how safe this would be. But it it's uh, I know that the name exists, but it would be called the Space Bar. And love it. I've all I've, I've had this idea ever since I was a, a teenager. And the whole roof is <laughs> this is the unsafe part is glass, and so. Um, and, and there'd probably be some kind of safety feature, but essentially there's, the lighting would be low inside and everyone could see the night sky out up above. That's the idea. At of this, this point, space it wouldn't bar. have to actually be glass. You could make it up like LED paneling or like OLED paneling and, uh, and just do, you know, do your own like, like planetarium shows. Oh, that's cool. I mean, I don't. Yeah, yeah it, and I, I would want something subtle that uh, that gives an, uh, a feeling of romance. <laughs> but the whole idea is just low light, yeah, and uh, yeah, th- that's kind of cool. I like that idea. Like they have uh, OLED that are really. Uh, I haven't been dense. there, but at Epcot, they opened a new restaurant at Epcot in Florida, at Walt Disney World, and there is a space themed restaurant that has windows out into space that I think does this sort of effect. Son of a um, bitch. Really? No, no, no. It's a restaurant and they're <laughs> windows, not uh not a ceiling. So <laughs> All right, my think, my idea is still secure. Yeah. Okay, so I did finally get yes, Shanny Byrne is our only one star review. So we do have uh one stars. Uh, uh-huh. But this is one year ago now. Stop talking about Blink-182 and Weezer all the time <laughs> and start talking about more about Jimmy Eat World. This shouldn't be an outrageous request considering the name of your podcast. Thanks. I don't think we mentioned Blink or Weezer until reading her review here on this episode. But we did yeah. talk a lot about IMAX and boot discs. <laughs> so, um, you know, hopefully, you know what? I'll bet you that Shannon has an old computer that she 
had laying around and she was like, wait, you can do that. And she learned something today. <laughs> so. I sure hope so. Oh, I love it. I hope we all learned something today. Yeah. Uh, okay. D- we didn't listen to this cover. No, we did not. <laughs> A heap of games. Thomas Adam, Adam Thomas Heap. Here we go. <laughs> Stay on target. Punctuated. Yeah. Here, let's talk about Jimmy Eat World here. This is Ed and Jim Linton that we're looking at in this yeah. photo. Uh-huh. <laughs> it looks straight out of the 60s, this photo. This looks it like did. a still from the beginning of the original Wonder Years series. Right. And doing the math, this was probably like early 80s, right? Like 80. Uh, yeah, late 70s, early 80s, probably, yeah. Yeah, but it totally looks... Even with that... Look at that sucker that Ed has. It's got... It's oh, the I never with, noticed that with before. the little circle in the middle, you know? Like yeah. a big lifesaver. <laughs> he just wants to enjoy his damn little uh, popsicle. Like, it looks like um, Kevin's brother from uh, Wonder Years giving a noogie to squints oh, from yeah. the Sandlot. Wendy just Peppercorn. two 60s icons. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, more talking about Jimmy Eat World for Shannon. Um, this is the gym that uh, that the band is named after, not Jim Atkins. So if right. you're 116 episodes into this Jimmy Eat World podcast, listening to the song Patches being covered by Thomas Adam, Adam Thomas Heap, and you didn't already know that, now you do. Yeah. These are uh, Tom Linton, the <laughs> other guitarist in Jimmy Eat World. These are his brothers. Pictured here in this artwork. This is a self-titled record, released 1994, January 23rd. Which part of Arizona do you think that this was in? Is this? Uh, this is in. Uh, yeah, this is. Uh, this is Mesa. They're Mesa lifelong. Okay. Yeah. Or right. no, you know what? This is a family trip, and this is in Utah. This is in Utah, where they shot the Sandlot and Halloween Four. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> uh, this is in Utah on a family trip. Okay, okay. I believe it. it. To a family trip to a family member's house, hence the neighborhood behind them. This is, you know, it's not a monument of any sort. This is like, they, they're at a grandparent's house, and the grandparent's yeah. giving them some hard candy there. <laughs> That's the first thing Ed does. He walks in, and there's a candy dish yeah. on the entryway, and he grabs one. And it's the kind you would get at the, the dentist's office, right? The yeah. sugar-free. What kind of sadist takes this picture and is like, yeah, you boys just do, keep doing what you're doing. I'm going to snap a photo here. <laughs> anyway. Oh, that was amazing. Adam Thomas, yeah, Adam man. Thomas, Thomas Adam Heap. Yeah, man. Haven't have ha- haven't seen him around lately, but uh but I love to I love when he comes around. Yes. Uh uh did you make a rave DJ? I did. I made a terrible uh, one called Big Patches. Ooh. I tried to take big cars and patches and put them together, ooh. and they did not work. So I will not subject our okay. listeners to that, specifically Shannon Byrne. She doesn't want to hear that. Well, but I want to hear your rave okay. DJ. Uh, my, my is this rev- for me? This is patches. 
That was going to be my other one. <laughs> no. This is oh, okay. called Patches Song. Um, so I, too, had the... I got the vibe of Blink-182. Oh, and oh I didn't snap. get Yeah, I didn't get Dude Ranch era. I got more Enema of the State. Yeah. So I thought of, yeah, um, Adam's song. And, and so it doesn't sound too cursed with the it, No, I know uh, with the three four four four, it's yeah. got some moments of cursedness. Yeah. So let's let's see what this sounds like. This is uh okay. And for every listener, including Shannon Byrne, what we're talking about here is that this song patches is in three four time signature. That's where you count one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. The song Adam song by the band I'm so sorry, Blink 182. Justin brought it up, not me. Um Adam song is in Blink-182 and Jimmy Eat World's standard time signature, 4-4. Four, four, yes. Which is 1, 2, 3, 4. 1, 2, 3, 4, Bo. Oh, snap, Justin. Yeah. yeah. I think it, they try to make it work. I I think you've nailed, though, that the, the tone is similar. Yeah. It, don't, it doesn't work. Nah. But it's not cursed. No. Although what's interesting hearing Adam's song in 3-4 time, I think it's possible to transpose it. And yeah. That would be a cool cover to do. Yeah. Let's... That'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, now I'm inspired. Yeah, all right. Okay. This sounds cool, though. Yeah, it does. It's interesting. Now I'm obsessed. Like, has anybody done Adam's song in three, four times before? There's parts of it. I like how some of it works. <laughs> maybe, maybe Alex Melton's already done it. <laughs> I'm not finding it at all. See how it ends here. big epic outro yeah man this is working like well enough 
I'm going to call it a win. Yeah. I'm going to call right. it that's the best 3444 mashup that we've done. Yeah. I'd agree. That worked really well. And uh and I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. And I'm really inspired to do a 3-4-time <laughs> Adam song because it doesn't look like it exists. Um I might need your help with that. Yep. Anyway. You know what? You got uh, it. <laughs> Justin, what are your final thoughts on the song Patches? By Jimmy Eat World. I really like it. So for listening to it three times, I'm sure I listened to it a handful of times where it wasn't scrabbled, but it never really sunk in like uh, like it did this time around. So this is a very, very, uh, this is a hard hitter on this album. And one of my top three, like I was saying in the very beginning. Uh, what about you, man? Yeah, I hadn't considered the lyrics at all. I was just listening to it from a surface standpoint, like I am want to do. Um, but I loved the music of it. I do think, oh man, I did not make the connection to Adam's song, but I think they do kind of like fit hand in hand in terms of both theming and sort of like uh, uh, um, uh, peaks and valleys of the of the song. And it gets big in places, it gets small in places. Um and uh, and I think it I think that's really cool. And I love that we found another three four time song. Yeah. So that's three 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 four time songs that we've uh, come across <laughs> in their catalog thus far. Um, so uh, there we are uh, for those keeping score at home. Uh, and uh, yeah, for those of us for those of you that want to call and uh, and let us know how your Mac is doing forty four J Pod <laughs> or hey you know leave us a review on your favorite <laughs> podcast or you know if you left a review in the past and you just want to update it. Please, you know, great. Feel free. Uh, we're all family people here. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, from parents to parents, please, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you left a one-star review, please, 484JPod, let us know. I want to hear it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, but when you do leave those voicemails, please remember to be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes!